Greg Esther. I'm Alexis Grace Clark. And I'm Mauricio Dominguez. And this is Building, Building a Stage, Stage Podcast. Podcast by Break the Chain Theater Company. Ooh, that's sexy. Welcome back to Building a Stage. You just heard our sexy intro. I love that intro. We. (laughs) I just wanted to celebrate it one more time because I really, really love our intro. I wish you all could have seen the faces when that was recorded. Um, How about after Maurizio edited it for the first time, I actually started like crying, laughing, and I called Peter over and made him listen to it. (laughs) We're professional business people. We have a company. (laughs) This is Building Stage. It's a show about making a theater company by people who are building a theater company. Shocker. Yeah, that's my little catchphrase for us. Maybe I'll say it every time. Maybe I won't. We'll see. (laughs) Hi, Building a Stage fans, because there are some of you now, apparently, because some of you have reached out to me. So, yay, you've been on the social medias. So... One of the big things that we're excited for is that we are growing. We have a bigger team now. So we're going to introduce our new team member, our director of development, the wonderful Miss Maggie Cecilia. Say hi, Maggie. Tell the people about what you do. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be part of this. I am especially thankful to Craig and Alexis Maurizio for bringing me on, for being, you know, receptive when I'm like, hey, what can I, let me help you. (laughs) So I'm glad to be here. I am going to be sort of managing and and looking into our development aspects, our fundraising and partnership opportunities within the lower Southeast Michigan area and beyond, and to see how we can really just propel this even, even more forward and expand our reach and really live out our mission. That's awesome. We are, again, so excited to have you because even just like the idea of knowing how to reach for opportunities for partnership for fundraising all those things that's something that like we don't get as artists very often we often you know get like here's how you kind of do stuff go do stuff right so that's um so it's really it's really really cool to have you so thank you for being a part of us yeah we love maggie we love maggie i love you guys We are growing as a team. We're going to go to what we call the check-in. We're checking in with everybody um, this month. So let's start. Uh, Maurizio, how are, how are you doing this month? What are you up to? I'm doing good. Feeling accomplished and happy that we completed our first live event last week and taking some time to kind of wind down a little bit from the fun and the madness that came with hosting a show online and having to multitask as a team. But overall, feeling good, you know. This month, it's gearing up to be a little bit of a busier month. In addition to the upcoming projects for for Break the Chain Theater Company, I finally get to say, I can't, I have rehearsal again. We'll be starting rehearsals with Penny Seats Theater for the actors. So that's really excited about that. And um, my first time working with a new theater company. So that'll probably be taking up a good chunk of my weeknights and a few weekend nights, but I'm, I'm, all for it, just having the opportunity to do live theater in person again. Yeah, there's definitely going to have to be like a field trip and an Instagram post if we can manage it. Because, yeah, I'm really excited for you. That's a great company that you're going to be working with. Alexis, how you doing? What's up? Man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Luckily, like this week, we're actually calming down in regards to like 
social media in regards to social media and marketing we are calming down don't give me that craig last month was just absolutely bonkers with all the podcasts and the show and the black history month posts uh by the way we missed the last one for the 28th we never did it yeah so what had happened was because craig is the author of those that then alexis very kindly puts together makes them look nice in canva I made a whole list of plans and um, life happens and we produced a show. Yeah, we did a show. We produced a show. I also had like auditions and callbacks during that time. I had to submit for for a cool writing thing that I can't talk about, but you guys will find out about it off mic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, things got really, really busy. So I'm glad we got to honor the people that we got to honor. Mm -hmm. Hopefully next year the infrastructure will be in place to do something more formal so that we're... I'm continuing to honor, but I believe the last person, if I'm not mistaken, was Dominique Mariso, or did I put that up about uh, Dominique Mariso is a Detroit-based playwright who's who's had now two shows on Broadway, Temptations Musical, and now she's got Skeleton Crew, mm-hmm. and Skeleton Crew is really exciting for me because one of the actors in it is an actress named uh, Shantae Adams, who I directed in the first play she was ever in Aww. at Cass Technical High School. That's wow! So and she's such a wonderful actress. I'm so proud of her. So that's the person who I wanted to honor, and hopefully we'll be able to get to honor more people next year. Absolutely, it's definitely going to be a yearly thing. I think it's really important to bring attention to these sorts of artists, especially during Black History Month, but. Every single day, every year, they are a part of the community that we are trying to reach. And it's very, very important that we make sure everyone knows where our priorities lie. Yeah. Like I said, during Black History Month, extra black, blackity black. (laughs) Again, only to make them laugh, but it's it's true. I guess to bring it around to me to wrap up this this, uh, sort of segment. I'm busy like everybody else, tired like everybody everybody else. I was really proud of, of uh, the show, which we're going to talk about in more detail. So don't worry, it won't just be referred to as the show. Um, did that, had, a, had an audition, a couple of auditions, a video audition I had to record for a company and then one that was in person along with submitting a writing sample for a theater company I'm really excited about. And then... Um, Oh, I didn't tell you all this. I submitted one of my plays to a festival called the Wayward Voices Festival, which is looking for new plays by artists of color. I made the top 12 plays. Is that the certificate you posted? It is, yeah. Yay! I made the top 12 plays and play and uh, playwrights for this for this festival. So they're they're only producing two of the plays, but being in the top 12 is still really cool. That's still amazing. Um, yeah. So they haven't announced who the final actual uh, plays are going to be. So maybe, maybe not, but we're just happy to... The funny thing is that this like artist life, we're always dealing with so much rejection. It's mm. hilarious because I rolled out of bed and I got an email from another festival for the same play that was like, hey, unfortunately, we're not going to move forward with it, which is fine, which is life. Like, So you get kind of rejected for one. And then the email right under it was like, hey, you're in the top 12 playwrights. And I was like, look at that. I'm great. And I suck, as Seinfeld <laughs> would say. So that's So that's really nice. But yeah. Do you want me to make you feel really old? Do it. Seinfeld was before I was born. I hate you so much. <laughs> wow. Hold on, hold on. To move us forward. We did a show. We did a show called A Lit Summer Night's Dream. And um, it was wonderful. You all you all donated and really, really helped make that mm-hmm. an amazing, amazing night. Thank you to all our actors, all our donors, and people you guys want to shout out and thank for that event. I mean, it's just literally everyone who watched, everyone who continued to watch after the fact. We, You know, we're still getting donations throughout this whole week. Eventually, here soon, we are going to give a total on our social media presences. Presences? That's fine. It works. 
It's going to be on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. It's going to be kind of the last little bit of our Lit Summer Night's Dream theme for everything because we really just want to, you know, show everyone how amazing everyone is. Our poor actors, their poor livers, but God, do they make a good show. They're alive. It's fine. I don't know, man. A couple of them were questionable towards the end. I have spoken to them either on the phone or via text message. They're alive. Okay. (laughs) Just probably were not happy the next day. But they were, yeah. So they're very proud to have been have been a part of it. They were our first cast for anything ever. So we are very it's appreciative so amazing. of them. Yeah, they're going to always have a special place in our hearts. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And all the people that tuned in to watch also, you know, who were supportive throughout the whole show and just getting to see. We didn't get to read as many of the comments as the event was going on. But going back to like read some of the comments later and just seeing how much like people were being supportive of the actors and they were enjoying themselves. There was a group that celebrated at one point because we had some some audio hiccups at the beginning. What? But there were a mistake. Hey, it's live live theater and streaming. It comes with <laughs> wow, the territory. Wow, you really pulled out. It's live theater, kids. <laughs> Keep that energy. Once we got the the issue taken care of, they're like just seeing the comments from people. Yay, the audio's working. It's great now. It just makes you feel that much more reassured, not only in the team that you're working with, but also that you have a group of people who believe in, in this project and want to su- support it. And so we just feel that much more grateful and at the same time um, indebted to continue to, to produce top quality work for our audience. Yeah, and can I just say too, like I had a lot of family members who don't like Shakespeare at all and they had a ball this whole time like they didn't really understand what was going on especially since you know our actors are via zoom there's not too much they can do yeah I mean they did wonderfully and if they had multiple characters you know they were doing great with that too but boy oh boy did people love it the other thing and I want to really reiterate this point that Maurizio made the thing that really got me emotional as these guys saw you know, I all but I all but teared up until I you know drove home and was like, oh my god! But it it's really nice to know that our community wants us. Yes. you know, it's nice to know that people are excited about this existing, and we'll have new team members doing their wonderful jobs to help make these next events that we're gonna do that are hashtag secret. Some of them, yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> looking at you to confirm, they are. We literally just said before we recorded that they are secrets. I was like, no, we have not announced anything yet. Yeah. It's like playing poker, Craig. You don't reveal your winning hand until you're ready. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So, yeah, so they're going to be helping make those events bigger and better. And we have plans that are going to be really, really, really cool, I think. Yeah. Really, really cool. But about Lit Summer, I just want to go through real quick, just break down for people, what did you do for the show? What was your function as we were working together on that? Well, I was in charge of getting the our setup for the stream going. And as the show went on, you know, continuing to monitor, make sure that we were having a stable connection and we like, could, could hear everybody, like doing some of the technical troubleshooting, you know, behind the scenes. And uh, it was actually it was something that I had not done before. And it almost ended up being like a little bit of doing the stage design or the yeah. sound up, design. Yeah, sound design. 100%. Setting yeah, up you were the... running the light board is what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I also just want to like, I want to really emphasize Maurizio learned how to do a live yeah. broadcast in two or three weeks. Learned how to do that. Found the technology to do it. Managed to keep the stream going on multiple platforms along with keeping the, the broadcast of the Zoom call and all those cool graphics and things that you saw if you watched the show. Along with using some of Alexis's uh, assets from Canva. 
I got a lot of comments from people about how professional it looked, like about how good it looked. I mean, we had like fade-ins, fade-outs, and like just, it was it was wonderful. So he did an amazing, amazing job. Well, thank you. I mean, again, it was um, a lot of fun to, to do and more than anything to be able to execute it well. Obviously, everything that we, every decision we were doing, we wanted to support our artists and to highlight what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. So Alexis, I'm going to I'm going to transition it over to you. I know you had a few different functions that you were fulfilling, so if you want to There was a lot. And honestly too, like between Craig and I, like we kind of found a groove during the show. Yes, yes we did. We had a plan. The plan was gone very fast. So just kind of because of where we were placed on the couch, just kind of why things <laughs> happened to be totally honest. Mauricio was in the corner with all of his tech gear. But also, the important thing is he had the script up. So I kind of became the rule and, like, pledge person to stop the show. I don't really know what you call it. A host, I guess? The drinking captain. Okay. (laughs) That's official now, by the way. Okay. So, yeah, sure. Drinking captain. (laughs) I was following along in the script to see... Because we had to plan some of these donations because they were coming in so hot all the time that... We couldn't do them as they were coming in because otherwise someone probably would have died. So as Craig was taking in the pledges, I was finding in the script going forward being like, okay, we can do this here. Let's do this here. Let's do this here. And then I was also one to just stop the show and make them happen. (laughs) But I mean, Craig and I were very much a team when that went with that sort of thing. I don't really know if you can say what role that was, but uh, it was a thing. But that's the thing about it is that we're defining these roles, right? We're setting templates for things that we're going to be doing going forward. And I also want the audience to know that Alexis, in addition to running those those drinking rules and being sort of the drinking captain, which was a thing that happened on the fly. Yeah. Because we were kind of sharing that role at the beginning. But then one of my jobs was to be watching the donations as they came in for the different rules, passing them on to Alexis so that we could get all the rule calls. And then they started coming in hot. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we, at the beginning, we were kind of doing fine. We were kind of like, okay, here's a rule, here's a rule, here's a rule. And then you all just like, you just kept it going to the point where I had a notepad and was writing them down going, do that here, do that here, do that here. But Alexis's other job during this has also been, as you heard, is social media. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a Sorry, I shouldn't swear. That was a lot. Because especially, too, we didn't have, like, a whole lot of time, and we had a huge cast. And because this was a fundraiser, and unfortunately, we didn't have the opportunity to monetarily compensate our actors, I wanted to make sure that they got their social media highlights, something that they could take for themselves, put it on their websites, as well as, like, show posters, again, for websites, for anything that you really need. I don't know. I collect my show posters for every show that I'm in. So I wanted to give them as much as possible, which also meant creating a lot of content. And there, I ended up with a color scheme that just, if you're seeing any of our social media sites, you can, it, it sticks out. And that was the idea. And that was the complete idea for it. Our next projects are going to be probably something with that idea. You know, something that sticks out from our normal color scheme that I find is traditional for us. But yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And um, the sort of title for this episode, the ones at the top of the outline, is Now You Know. And it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the Sondheim song premiere where we roll along, if people don't know. Now you know. Life is crummy. Well, now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that, there's stuff that we just didn't know that now we had so many revelations during the show. From my end, I talked about it a little bit last podcast, but I'll delve into it a little deeper without being lugubrious as I can tend to be. 
because I get really excited. From my end, I was sort of, I cut the script, I cut the script together. So I basically had to go through Midsummer and take it from being what could be like a three hour show and cutting it down to what I was hoping was going to be a 90 minute show. <laughs> but with all of your wonderful pledges and our actors having the experience they had, we ended up being about two and a half hours. But I want it said for the record, I cut this play from being like 110, 120 pages down to 63. Which is a crazy amazing. <laughs> and so the story still got told. We had we only had a minor train wreck at the end when the mechanicals didn't realize that the characters that they said they were in the play, the play says you are this character and that character, and they got to the end, and I'm going to blame the alcohol because they were like, where am I? Which character am I? I'm like, it says it right there. Yeah, we had like actors texting us, am I in the rest of the play? You're I like, thought I was. Yes, you are. <laughs> so that's another now you know moment because now I know I need to just, for our next one, I'm going to be making literal tracks like you would see on a casting notice where like, okay, you're playing like Romeo and Tybalt and Mercutio. You wouldn't do that as a track, but like three characters in a show so that you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know that. And then um, I did the casting, which was... You're the director, my dude. Yeah. Take it. (laughs) Yeah. So I saw, yeah, I directed it, which meant that basically finding the actors for the roles, which comes down to the wire and we want to i want to thank dan johnson for like saving my butt and thanking emily slomovitz who was our hermia for having the idea to call dan dan and i as you heard from the other podcast very good friends but he had just finished the show and so i was like i don't want to give him more work but he's also amazing he's it was great we played cousins and Macbeth, and it was amazing oh yeah i was mcduff and he was the thane of ross Ah. and so we got to be around each other on stage all the time just doing uh, don't curse but just doing (laughs) the wildest stuff (laughs) and still delivering it delivering the show so yeah so Big lessons there were just like, be very clear with your actors at all times about everything that you're doing. Consolidate your messaging, you know, because we had, because we were both really excited and had a lot to tell our actors. It meant that we had a lot of different messages for them. And I think my goal for next time is to definitely have more consolidated messages so that they're, they're on like whatever venue we choose to communicate with them on, that they're not getting so many Things so that they can easily go back and see where everything goes. So that's stuff from my end. So the next question on on this list is, what did we learn? And that's a real wide, open topic. So I just I'm gonna throw it to the floor because I figure we're just gonna kind of go. This is this is sort of our post mortem. So you're kind of inside a meeting at Break the Chain with the founders right now. So um, so we can just go from the beginning. We know there was trouble with the audio in the beginning. We know. So we know that a job that we need is somebody to monitor the chat so we can know if y'all can hear us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to start with that one. But at the top of the list is to be prepared and allow more time than necessary just to avoid any major hiccups. Shall the audience know what happened before the show? Oh, you going to spill the tea? Spill the tea. Oh. <sighs> Okay. See, I feel very good about the amount of planning that we did as far yes. as like preparing and we making really sure tried. we, we, really we did. made we a plan to, to be here, you know, an, an hour earlier, you know, be, to begin setting up. But then, of course, you know, our lovely Michigan State being what it is, I-75 just had to go and do what it does best, which is create an inconvenience for everybody. I tried to get around. I, my ways was like, oh, here's how you can avoid the traffic. And then I was on like John R. forever. Like Same it just here. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And so what we originally envisioned as being one whole hour to set up became 30 minutes. 
less than that, you know, 25 minutes yeah. because we had to get the Zoom started and work with the actors. And so I think for one of the lessons learned there is, you know, to for, for future to avoid having to come down to the wire. Maybe next time we meet up two hours early, you know, and worst that can happen is we're all here two hours earlier. We're all set to go an hour early and we just have time to. And we get to chill. Yeah, just get to chill for Have a little dinner. bit. Make it an evening. Yeah, well, honestly, we could. <laughs> honestly, this is us planning social things too. Because <laughs> we're actually friends, and sometimes we forget that. Look, look. This is probably like a speak what we feel episode that we'll probably have to like break down to is the line between like friendship yeah. and work. Ooh, because I got we're, stuff to say about that. Yeah, we're learning how to write that. No, I know we just had a discussion about that where Craig learned a lesson, but we can oh, t- I wasn't even referring to you. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, it's not me. But yeah, we we made a plan. Oh, no, it's it wasn't. It's not you either. It's not you, Maurizio. Maurizio look, just made a face that was like, is it me? Did it's I like, do it? No, nobody's nobody's in trouble. It's just about how to communicate things and when to communicate things and how to use the options that we have instead of making making a mess with like putting too many messages one place versus another. That was so vague. I text too much, okay? <laughs> we have a Slack channel. I want all this in too. Don't, don't hide it he's not gonna but we have we have so we have a slack channel that we use that is specifically broken down for all of our different events and our planning and our meetings and all of that but we also have when we started this we just had like a text chain that was the three of us that was just us talking about company stuff sorry my face hurts from laughing and smiling well i mean that's that's not the worst problem to have um hopefully some of you had that problem during lit summer which we're going to get back to after craig talks about himself but it's it's i'm criticizing myself anyway it's fine cut that cut nothing but basically i was the one who set up the slack and said we should use slack and i didn't want to and alexis didn't want to and what happened was that we would just start having discussions about things on the text message and so i just started texting pretty constantly to the point that like i get up very early in the morning and that's not a brag it's because my schedule is so that i have to but i get up really early in the morning and i got up very early one morning and i maybe sent a long message because i had an idea about something too early in the morning and it was disruptive to life so i'm not gonna do that again so he says i get really excited about stuff Mm -hmm. and i'll just like send stuff like guys we could do this and we could do this what about this we should make this and so i just have to i'm learning to compartmentalize that and back to lit summer back to lit summer maybe that's the new title for the podcast and back Back to to lit lit summer summer, because we keep tangenting (laughs) something that i think we all learned as a team is scheduling yes while this was a huge success, it literally was better than anything we could have dreamed of. It was kind of a hot mess behind the stage, guys. We threw a lot of stuff together. And yes, it was great quality and everything. But if we were going to continue down that path, it was going to get rocky real fast. So we've actually already fixed that. We already have deadlines for our next show that are like actually good this time. I know we talked about scheduling a lot in the last one because that was a big learning curve, but especially now that we've done the thing, like we know what rules kind of worked a little bit better and which ones didn't. We have great ideas for the next one, which there will be no spoiler for because we want you guys to be excited and surprised for them. Let's just say our two favorite ones from this one was everyone has to wrap their lines for the rest of the scene and the couple switching one. Yeah, yeah, character swap. 
Yeah, so those were our two favorites. So we can, we definitely see that like people want the interaction and it's only the family members and sadistic friends of some of the actors that want them to like take drinks and shots and stuff. I had to cut somebody off. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> because one of our dear friends who may or may not have asked a question in this show texted me like, am I still allowed to send this person a drink? And I was like, I love you very much. No, because we got to finish the show because it's almost it's we ended up at two hours and 23 minutes, which is fine because that's expanding with all the drinking. So as I work on what our next thing is that I'm not saying the title of because Alexis will kill me. We want to try to get that time down. We want to make more space for audience interaction. Yes. Now that we know we're going to, it's there. It's there. People want to interact. And there's more people that have like, have messaged me like, I missed it. Oh my goodness. I want to be there to see it the next time. So on and so forth. We talked about a new platform we might be bringing it to. If Marisa, if you want to talk about that. Yes. And because of how the timing played out, you know, we ultimately decided to just go with Facebook and YouTube, which we already had set up. But something that was a big topic of discussion with the cast and even amongst ourselves was we should be expanding this into Twitch because then you also have the opportunity to pull in the audience from that platform. The software that we're using for the streaming is uh, Streamlabs, which is very frequently used by people on Twitch. You know, that's how, and I didn't know this myself, but all the time when I was following, like watching people play Mario games and stuff and like being able to interact with people, that's what they're using. So for the next show, we already have our Twitch channel set up and it's live right now. We're going to be putting together some content to start <laughs> building an audience. But yeah, the goal for next event is to go live on all three platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you want to like watch me not win at video games while we test our Twitch, you know, that and might play, be an option. And talk about theater stuff. <laughs> and talk the about the, Yes, talk about theater stuff, not just an excuse for Craig to play Elden Ring or Bloodborne and be bad at it. No, we're making him multitask. Yes, they are making me do all of, all of the things. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. The show went really well. We got a lot of donations. The actors were happy. The audience was happy. The other thing is just talking about what we would do differently, which we kind of gotten into already. The other thing I think I would do differently is I would cast earlier. Mm-hmm. One thing I really want to keep that we did this time was just empowering the actors to bring whatever yes. it is they want to bring to the show because I mean there were some there were some folks who uh, <laughs> Chanel who played Chanel. Theseus and Oberon her hoodie and her sunglasses her purple rain cup her purple rain cup Maggie and Mike using actually so backstory Maggie who played Titania not Maggie who played flute yeah right because now there's two Maggies in our world Maggie wore the actual flower crown that she wore in the midsummer production that she Maurizio and I were in from the previous summer and that Mike who was playing bottom had actually worked on he built he helped build that build the set for it <laughs> making a face because we had to learn how to work on on a very specific set but yeah people just bringing themselves and whatever they want to bring to the characters and I was really proud of how we figured out the drinking things as well so that people could have limits. I think we want to keep that stuff too. Any more about lit summer things we would do differently? Things we learned? Any other any other things before we move forward? For me, I just want to make sure that we have a larger marketing campaign. We really only hit it well for about two two and a half weeks. I want a full month lead up. I want videos and make some of the people record things on TikTok ahead of time. And I want it uh, to stream on multiple platforms and not just to like as me doing Canva and posting. I want our actors to be a little bit involved. I, you know, give them an Instagram takeover, do a Snapchat takeover. Like anyone who wants to do something, let them do something. Because at this point too, I think these actors that we're casting, I trust a lot. And why not empower them? And, you know, again... 
something for them to take home at the end of the day. Because I know when I'm acting, that's what's so important. Because a lot of, you know, we can't do like cast photos for this sort of thing. So what can we give them for their professional lives? And we just we just want to bring the show to you all in the most uh, cool, convenient way possible. Um, and yes, I'm real excited for all those those cool things. Um, so the other thing we had here was, unless Mauricio, did you did you have one more? Even sometimes having very thorough planning, um, there's still going to be unexpected things that come up and that may force you to have to troubleshoot in the moment. Ultimately, what I got out of that that experience is, is something that I felt that I feel that our team, we needed to face a situation like that collectively as a team, because that's, I think, when you find out or when you learn can I work with this person? You know, what is this team going to function like working under pressure, working on when we're in crunch time? You know, and I think that there was a pretty clear understanding among the three of us when we arrived that we don't have nearly as much time as we thought we had. We have to be quick but efficient. And I'm sure that this applies to all three of us. I'm sure we've been in situations where when the team or a certain team had to work under pressure, things fell apart. Oh, yeah. You know, not everyone can handle or can work well under pressure. So if this had turned into a shouting match or we're snapping at each other or like, hey, what are you doing? You know, get out of my way or that sort of thing. Maybe not in the moment of the show, but afterwards there might have been a conversation about this. Yeah, this is not how we want to operate. And so just the fact that we were faced with, you know, a bit of a, uh, having to scramble or having to do a lot of troubleshooting on the spot. And the fact that as a team, we were, I think we had a pretty good collective focus about, we know what's important right now. Like we need to work towards getting ready and getting set up and supporting our actors. And there is no time, you know, for arguing or for, you know, we'll have a, a meeting about what we can do better later. But right now, we need to everybody focus and make sure that we are working efficiently and as quickly as we can without you know putting anybody in danger. So ultimately, after this experience, I feel a lot more reassured because that confirms for me that we have, at the very least, we have a solid foundation and that we've seen now that we can do this. We can, we can, we can handle this. You know, we, we can produce a show. We can work as a team to like figure out the, the, the details that come up and still keep the the performance going yeah and what a wonderful like thing to like we've produced a show now we've produced a show and i mean again in this term once we are hopefully in you know in a space doing it that there are going to be different things but we have this dry run a thing because this is about building a theater company and learning how to be a team the piece that i one of the pieces of advice i would just throw out there since that's what the show is about is division of labor yes is so key is one of the reasons that we couldn't get mad at each other and argue with each other is because we all had very specific jobs. That I was starting the Zoom, I was getting the actors in, getting them ready. Maurizio was doing the setup. Well, Alexis was you. You were doing you were doing rule stuff. I was doing rule stuff. I was also helping with the setup with the laptops, yeah. and it wasn't a matter of it was just it's so ironic because I've definitely been that person that's like just please let me do it for one reason or another, and that was nothing like this. It was what do you need? What can I help with? Yeah. As we were definitely all nervous. We were definitely way more anxious than we needed to be because of human life factors. But for sure, and I didn't even think about that, but you're so right. We were never mad at each other, not once. No. It was, what do we need? How can we fix it? How can I help? Yeah. And that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. As someone who has 
worked in lots and lots of different productions of varying degrees of like pressure. That's not common at all. That there was no resentments afterwards. There was, you know, absolutely nothing. We're still just hanging out right now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know, so so I'm really I'm really proud of that. And I'm sure because we had just recorded the previous episode of the podcast just the previous week, previous yeah. week, yeah, previous week. It was like two weeks ago now, total. Yeah. I remember that something that we had talked about a lot was about this idea that whatever we do personally like affects all of us collectively. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I mean that might have helped to kind of just kind of put us in the right mindset. That yes, you know, like we we are the hosts of this, and so if something's going wrong, we need to find figure out a way to fix it, you know. And I've I've definitely been, and this is just you know for in similar situations where you're having a live event or if you're running the sound, like Alexis, you you pointed out you know in the, in the text that your your father said, mm -hmm. hey, something's wrong with the audio, um, and yeah, I was able to take a look at it and like troubleshoot mm -hmm. it. We had a couple mics running at the same time, so we just tweak that and we were able to fix it without like the need of like berating somebody or you know or belittling somebody or like um just po pointing out hey this is this is uh, this is going on yeah we it was actually basically not verbal to be honest we we didn't actually exchange any words at all i just showed him the text message from my dad that said there was a lot of feedback on the audio and that was it and he went to work and it was one of those things where like because I was looking at donations and things that were starting to come in, I didn't really catch it. Yeah. And I just kind of looked up and you two were, people can't see me, but just like making faces at each other. And then I looked down and someone had texted me about it. And before I could really like get into saying anything about it, he's like, I got it. Marissa was just yeah. like, just, you know, just doing that. But again, division of labor. Everyone has a clear job, which means that, that if something's going wrong with somebody's job, you don't say, hey, let me do your job. You go, oh, what do I need to do to make sure that this job can be done effectively? And a huge factor of that to make that work, though, is that you have to trust the people that are yes. doing the other jobs. Yes. And I know we've mentioned that before in different podcasts, but we trust each other really wholeheartedly. We, we all have faith in each other to get our respective jobs done that you don't feel the need to micromanage. You don't feel the need to correct or anything like that. Which, honestly, in a collaborative effort, is kind of rare. <laughs> so I think it, it speaks to the friendship that we actually have with each other before this, hey now. <laughs> Craig made a face. Of love. Okay. But I think it speaks a lot to what our foundation was before we even went into this venture together. Because, like, if we, if we weren't this close, it wouldn't have been the same. There's no way. Yeah. We got poignant. Look at that. We like we talked about a real thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slide us into our Q and A now uh, for podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed so far, I do the outline. So my my brain is always like, let's get the podcast, let's keep it moving, and make sure that the conversation is happening. So I'm learning how to segue. Don't judge me. So we had two questions from podcast listeners who wrote in just like you can on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter or at our email at breakthechaintheatercompany at gmail.com so that you can be a part of the show. Yeah, we're going to do it for every show going forward as long as there's questions. Okay, so the first question comes from Bex Freeman. Hi, Bex. Love you. Bex's question was, what was your biggest challenge with getting this show off the ground? I mean, I think some of the first difficulties we have with it was the casting. And it's not like a shade thing. It was a people thing and like <laughs> getting the right people for the right roles. And yeah, you know, it's not high stakes or anything, but we literally couldn't have done it without the actors. 
And without them agreeing to be really good sports. Really, 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 good, really, really sports. good sports. And the other side of the casting thing, which will, in our in our world of educational scaffolding, I teach, um, <laughs> will link up with our Black History Month episode of Speak What We Feel, is that we know it's part of our mission to create work that is diverse. It's in the mission statement. And even for this, we were trying to balance the amount of diversity gender-wise and ethnically and all of that for the, for the cast. And I think I can do a better job of that. You know, I'm very proud that we get we did get the we amount did it. of we did it, and it was wonderful. Different people that we did, and you will see some of those faces again for other things, and so on, so forth. And you're going to see some new faces as well. But that's something I want to do a better job of is really, really searching for those for those voices so that we get that variety. The other really difficult thing was just Shakespeare's real hard to cut, y'all. Yeah, no, and that's all, Craig. Like. I love Shakespeare. I love the art of it. I cannot cut it. I don't know what's great. It's like with my college textbooks. I'm like highlighting everything because I think everything might be important and I just don't know. So kudos to Craig for being able to cut this stuff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's difficult and you want to keep the show moving. Also, the the cut had to be about making the rules happen so that we could have like active amount of rules happening in each scene which I've learned how to do now. So next time for this next piece that we're doing, I got some uh, some thoughts on that, on that script as well. That's the other thing I want to do better is making that cut more suitable for that and also streamlining it so that the actors that we do have get shown off even more so that they have less off-screen time, I think. A little bit less off-screen time, yeah. Also, the part that was challenging was once we started the show, we, like finding a, a, a system that would work so that we could be monitoring that all of the different the donations coming in and the rules and when we were going to apply them uh, while still keeping an eye on the chat and on the Facebook. We definitely did a lot of planning around like the setup for the event and preparation for it. But the one part that perhaps we didn't get enough or enough time to really delve into the details was once we started, once, okay, once the actors, like it's off to the actors and they're, handling the, the the show now what's the best system to stay on top of everything even if it was a little bit of like just trying a few different things trial on by the go, fire trial by yeah <laughs> trial by fire i think like you guys said we at the very least had a good separation of duties and we were still able to kind of manage and so now that we have at least a working you know like a rough draft we can just continue to improve so that for the next events yeah that's the other thing I'm going to say very, very quickly was that my other job during the show was to be in contact with the actors and monitor their their safety and monitor making sure that they were not overextending themselves in terms of in terms of the drinking, making sure they had water, making sure that they um, were using their time off screen to really actually take a break. They didn't. No, they really didn't. <laughs> but hopefully that but hopefully we'll figure out figure that out. Uh, for for next time, that was another really big challenge was doing donations, talking to you two, and then also being the because because I was the contact point for the cast, and that's also we're learning a bigger job <laughs> during the show than we initially uh, realized. So we have more team members now. There will be more division of labor. Yeah. I was about to say spoiler alert. It means we're going to add more people to this, and it's not just going to be us three. Last question, and then we'll wrap up from uh, from Katarina Moore. So again, we love you, Kat. Kat asks us, what surprised us the most about this event? What made us laugh the hardest? What was the most unexpected thing that happened? So 
be free, have at it. Okay, so that's a three-parter question. That's yeah. a three-parter. What was the first part? What first part was what surprised you, you the most. For me, I think I think to to an extent that none of the I think all three of us kind of underestimated just how much interest there was in the yeah. show and just seeing the number of people who tuned in and these the support the donations that were coming in we had good hopes but man I, I don't think we were quite expecting that no 100 I think that's what it is for me too like you know we had like contingencies and backup plans so we're like God what if nobody like does anything okay we still have to make it interesting you know we're gonna do this this and this we needed none of it and mind you that was before the event started we yeah. were, we were getting in enough donations for us to be able to just pull rule pull, pull out rules and have things happen just because you all were so generous even before we got on to the stream the thing that surprised me the most i mean it was the actors it was how they oh my god it was their behavior both on stream and off stream. <laughs> we had an actor, our actor playing Aegeus, my dear friend Josh, oh uh, Aegeus and Quince. Uh, for the, we got to the mechanicals scene where they're supposed to like return and see bottom again and whatever. And um, right at the end of the show, right at the end of the show, and one of his scene partners is in the room with him because it's his wife. And so the scene is about to start, and this the scene is about to start, and we're like, he's not on yet. He's not on yet. And so we did like a fun, like, here's a rule that's happened. Everyone drink, thinking like, that's going to get him back on camera. And then we, then I get, a, I get a message from his wife. And then she puts it also in the Zoom chat. He's making tater tots. The tots, the tots. So he had gotten so drunk that he thought he was done with the show. And he went to the kitchen and started making tater tots. And was like, he texted me after like, I'm eating the tots. I'm eating the tots. And um, so it took him a while to get back on camera. But just uh, moments like that are, are moments I'm actually really excited about and like proud of. And then Maurizio stepped up like a champ yeah. and like jumped in and played the character and ran the stream at the same time. So that was biggest surprise for me. Oh man! Let me see. What made us laugh the hardest? I got a couple, but you all. Oh, there were so. I, there were so many. So many. There were so many times where we were literally just on my couch. We felt like we needed a whisper, even though nobody can hear us. Yeah, no. You, <laughs> our mics were off. You were not going to hear anything. We were just like, hey, so "Do you think we should do this? Do we should?" <laughs> I, I guess it's just the theater people in us. Yeah. We're just like we're backstage. We have to be really quiet. It's going to be totally fine though. So like we were just like quietly laughing too like we weren't like laughing out loud but we we were we wanted to but that was so funny it was like nobody can hear us i mean like dying laughing dying. like just like oh it the, was... for me it was the first time chanel popped out <laughs> with her hoodie and hat and the first time we had the the rule for a, you have to wrap the rest of the scene came out yes because Boy, did she commit? All of those actors, so they committed so hard to the rapping thing. Yeah. And when I tell you, they had no they had no template. Like, I, I told them as the director, bring whatever you want, do mm -hmm. the character however you want. This is about you having fun. And the other compliment I want to give them is that it's one thing to perform and have all the text and be ready and have the story be told. And they told the story. That's it. They really, like, the text yeah. was pretty clear. Uh, throughout the night because they're good professional actors, but to be able to tell the story and then have to adapt your performance to all these different structures that are coming at you is really hard. It's and hard. then to do it drunk, you know, that, yeah, I, I will be forever grateful and forever entertained by that. Yeah. Who else had funny moments? What made him laugh? 
There were so many. We have to name more. so many. But uh, when Gloria p- uh, pulled out her popcorn as puck and started <laughs> yes. eating them, was she was Oh my lord! I even some of my family members who were watching, like they they messaged me when I saw them during the week. They was like, I just lost it when she brought out the popcorn. <laughs> it was just like bursting out laughing. There were many individual like mm-hmm. things that people were doing. Mm-hmm. That. And I've had people ask me like, "Really? Was that plan? Was this plan? Was that plan?" And I was like, "The only plan was that we were doing a show. <laughs> like the only plan was that they were going to act." I got two real quick, Joey. Which point? It was when she had to do a character swap and rap in the same scene. We purposely tried to make it so she didn't have to rap. And then she did. Because I, silly me. So the other background thing is that because I cut the script, I kind of knew where all the rule breaks would be most effective. Because I just just know the cut, this cut of the play, I think better than everybody because I cut it. Yeah. Um, That's fair to say, right? Yeah, Yeah, 100. So I was I was trying to work with Alexis to time things like, OK, I know that he's going to say this. I know she's going to do that. And so in the scene, I was like, Joey's off, you know, off stage. She's done for the scene. We can give the rap to the other actors in the scene. But the scene continued and her character came back because it was a French scene. I didn't think about that. A French scene is when a character leaves and a character comes back. French scene for any non-theater people. But she so she had she came back and I was like, oh, no. She's character swapped and she has to rap again. And I might have gotten a message that was like, I love you, but screw you. <laughs> <laughs> My parents actually mentioned one point where Joey brings out her box wine and slaps it. The Franzia, yeah. <laughs> Slapping the Franzia. Hashtag not a sponsor, but if they want a sponsor, you know, we're down. You know, we're here. <laughs> yeah, there was that. And then there was uh, Mike Suchita's bottom. Oh, my God. I was so happy. Bit. He hadn't um, acted in... Wild. Uh, yeah, a few years. He's a great actor, but he's also a designer, a carpenter. He's great. And um, it got to a point where he was doing Bottom's death scene, and the monologue just kept stretching longer and longer. And I was like, I know I cut something out of this monologue. <laughs> and it just kept <laughs> stretching longer and longer and longer. And people kept making him drink during it. And we are like, well, we have to. <laughs> and it was to the point where we are like, we have to finish the show. We can't take another. Yeah, like the cast members, because one of the rules is was if you're being overdramatic, you have to drink. Yes. And they were like, why isn't he drinking? I'm like, he's cut off. <laughs> he's got a, he, I love Mike and I want, he's one of my very good friends and I want him to live. And we had to finish the show. But there was a point at which an expletive was uttered as he like opened a drink and I just died <laughs> on the inside laughing. So yeah, there was that. And then so last thing was just the most unexpected thing. We've been through a few of them. The most unexpected thing that happened. Anybody? How busy we were going to be. Yeah. I didn't even like I guess we, we were so busy about planning it and working on it for everyone else. And like we knew about the streaming and stuff. But like I didn't think of the rest of it. Yes. Or that we were going to have to drink, too, because people were donating for us to have to drink. Thanks again, Dad. <laughs> a few of you did that. We appreciate it. It's prob- Look, it's probably going in the rules, but it's going to uh, be at a tier. Anyway. Alexis can't drink, though, so. Yeah, so Craig and Maurizio will, or or I'll make it I'll make the drink. Now I'm just planning the next one, but maybe I'll do make the director drink and I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like. We already plan on doing this, but I'll show you guys how to like set up the streaming so that if I, in the event I am um, unable to continue. <laughs> Alexis just runs the show because she's the only sober one there. The other, what's the other most unexpected thing? Because there, there was another one that happened. Oh, Dan Johnson. Dan oh. Johnson. There was a point at which... When he switched to his Bane voice? Yeah. <laughs> 
that was it was Batman, wasn't it? Was he doing yeah. like no, no, he was, was doing Bane. the Bane. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. You're right. It you're was right. Bane. Yeah, he switched it. But he also he also there was a moment, and I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna try to do a Dan impression because I think I oh, just boy. have to. But like where he was opening a new drink because I think we made all the actors finish the drinks yeah. and he was like, "Ooh, child," yeah. <laughs> and it just hit. They were again. They were such good sports, and I'm so proud of all of them, especially for all of them drinking on screen when they didn't have to. Because like they yeah. would just turn their cameras on. We're like, I didn't say you had to do that, but they. That's what I. Okay, so yeah, that's I think the most unexpected because I, I, I was pretty sure we told. We them, made it very clear. Very clear. I said you very can take clear. a break. If you're not on stage, then you don't have to take a drink. But unless it's an all drink, in which case you would come on. Yeah. That was the one rule. That's it. But everybody, like every single time when we said, "Okay, you got a drink," the whole cast came in and they click, click, click. <laughs> like just, oh my god, it was. But anyway, yeah. So that I think that that wraps up. That's our first show, a lit summer night's dream. Um, look out on the social media for the announcement for what we'll do next. Yes. Um, the next thing that's coming for for you to listen to will be Speak What We Feel podcast later this month. We'll do a little reveal on the socials about what that episode is. Yeah. Right? So we have that. Other than that, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, at Break the Chain Theater Company. You'll just find us there. Um, some of them are at Break the Chain TC, just yes. to be clear. And uh, oh, you can now donate to us anytime on Venmo and PayPal. Both links are on, I think, are on most of the various social medias. I'm pretty sure, but definitely on Facebook, 100%. Yeah, and they will be in the description for the show. So if you feel like mm-hmm. donating to us, great. Please keep leaving reviews and questions. We love that. And if you enjoyed the Lit Summer Night stream, definitely tune in for the next one because it's going to be that much better. Yeah, because yeah, we know what we're doing now. <laughs> We know what we're doing now. So thank you. That now is. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Now we know. Now we know. I want it to go up. So thank you. That is the Building a Stage podcast this month. Woo-hoo, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.